Welcome to the Tilted Coaching Podcast and I'm your host, Sheila Walsh. My background is in coaching psychology and organisational consultancy. If it has something to do with people, I'm usually involved and interested, whether it is about personal development, professional development, leadership, relationships, managing or anything else that involves the care of people in some way. A friend of mine encouraged me to do this podcast because he believed that I should bring my insights and my understandings into a really simple bite-sized collection and this is what you have today. I hope you enjoy the Tilted Coaching podcast. Please do rate us if you find it interesting and you can always pop over to our Patreon account to sponsor it. This episode is about envy and jealousy in professional settings. So like all all pieces of envy and jealousy, envy and jealousy is telling us that we want something we don't have and when we see others with it, it provokes a particular response from us. In professional settings, what I hear the most, I think, is that somebody doesn't deserve it um, and I deserve it. So it's not just envy and jealousy about the actual result but there's also um, something that's stinging about how the person was able to achieve the result. When I've explored this with people I work with um, it becomes very clear that the person is actually reacting to a method that someone else is using so they, they don't like that they achieved it and they undervalue the way that the person went about achieving it while also overvaluing how they do things. So what most of us do that we don't have awareness about is that we navigate our choices in our our lives based on our values and based on the values that we've adopted from our society, our community and our families. So sometimes what happens is we take a value and we live it out, but it doesn't give us the results we want. And in doing so, we are missing out on maybe some of the opportunities that others are achieving. But instead of being aware of what's happening for us, we often look at the other and say, well, they don't do so-and-so value, therefore they don't deserve it. So I have a couple of examples. One example is if you believe that everything should be fair and equal, then you are very unlikely to put yourself forward at times where someone else doesn't have that as a leading value. Not that they don't strive to be fair and equal but it's not a leading value so when the opportunity comes to present themselves or to showcase themselves they're more than happy to speak up because they don't see or believe that by taking up space they're taking it away from someone else whereas somebody with a value around um, fairness or being equal to everyone will often see will often look at when I take up this space who does it take it from and in doing so won't put themselves forward as often. Another example is if you value hard work and you're working hard and you're waiting to be discovered or seen or valued or you're waiting for someone to say great job but instead your colleague who doesn't work as hard but actually is really good at building relationships is being promoted ahead of you and this can bring up a lot of resentment for people because they've been waiting to be seen and discovered and valued whereas the colleague has learned that for them to progress and their value is about how they're relating to others, whereas your value might be around how hard you work. 
and you're hoping that people around you will have the same value as you, which is, I value hard work. However, if people around you value working well with others over hard work, it may not be in your favour to continue to work from that ethos of my hard work will pay off for itself. And even as I'm saying this, that there are so many buts that come up um, and in, in sessions as well, but this, but this, we've got to understand that the values of which navigate our lives aren't necessarily right or wrong. That's the first point. They're often partially ours, partially the society we come from, partially the community we come from, partially our families. And until we understand what expectations we have of certain values, we won't understand how we are moving through our work settings and how we are progressing or becoming limited. Additionally, every work environment has organisational behaviour. It has a culture that is normal. And if you go into a particular organisation and there isn't any cultural development occurring, then what, what happens is the, the cultural value that is there, the values that the culture say are important, will continuously be rewarded, regardless of whether you think your values are better or not. And this always comes up in organisations. This always comes up when I'm working with people around career, because what can happen is we get into a righteous place and say, well, my values are correct and their values are wrong. However, to be in relationship in any way with an organisation or with an individual, we have to be able to look at where we are, look at where they are and find common ground. However, if we continue to hammer down our values and behave in ways that are based on our individual values that aren't being um, recognised or rewarded in the way we have the expectation, then we'll continue to be disappointed. So it's really important for us when we find ourselves being jealous or being envious of others, is not to look at what they did wrong, but to look at our relationship with the actions or values that they have. And instead of going straight to, well, they're, they're bad values, they're wrong, they're manipulative, it's really important that we look and we say, what's my relationship with self-promotion? What's my relationship with relating rather than hard work? What is my relationship with how I see myself and how I think people will see me? What is my relationship with being seen? What is my relationship with being rewarded? All of these things are really, really vital if you want to be able to learn from the envy and jealousy. However, you can stay stuck, you can stay being envious and jealous and judging and concluding and being angry, or you can look at yourself and ask yourself those questions and understand what is happening for you around the actions that are required to get what you're looking for. Now, in saying that, there are some things that people aren't willing to do to get what they want. That's not suggesting you should do that. However, usually we jump to that step before we've actually looked at our relationship with a number of the behaviours or a number of the elements required for us to be to achieve what we're looking for. We like to skip over that because it's far more comfortable to talk about the other person and how bad or wrong their actions are, rather than first to look at what we think their actions are and our relationship with that, and then our relationship with being valued, seen, rewarded. It's vital that we investigate our side before we go straight to judging their side or judging things as wrong, because it's that judgment of wrong that keeps us where we are 
um, and keeps us feeling envious and stuck, but not, not moving anything forward. So to conclude, when you are feeling jealous or envy in a professional context, the first thing you need to do is look at the judgments you're placing on the other person or the achievement, look at the beliefs that are emerging around that, and then look at your relationship with each of them. And to do your best to look at them from the perspective of what can I learn about myself and the way I move through my professional career from my current feelings. Thanks for listening to The Tilted Podcast and I'm your host, Sheila Walsh. If you'd like to sponsor The Tilted Coaching Podcast, simply pop over to patreon.com slash tiltedcoaching and sponsor the podcast for as little as a cup of coffee a month. If I didn't say it correctly, pop over to the link in the bio, visit the Patreon page and become a sponsor. Thanks a million.